No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. You want to send your email to info at he said what 
and we will get you all of the pricing, uh, put together a nice little package for you and get you going. Also, make sure that you are subscribing to the YouTube channel um, where you will find our shows such as Simply Sports with RG, One Mike, and myself, Simply Bree. All you have to do is go into the search bar on YouTube.com and type in He Said What Radio Network. Also, make sure that you are following us on Instagram, where our Instagram handle is He Said What Radio Network, and that will give you all of the upcoming episodes, any special events that we have going on, and it gives you the opportunity to interact with us. So, without further ado, let me go ahead and get these round of applause ready for him. We have our guest for the evening, Daniel. Hey, what's good? What's good? Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Bree. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for joining. So, Daniel, tonight's topic is equating money or materials to love. Now, I don't know, um, you know, what type of women may have come across your your platform or even just uh, approached you. (laughs) Um, but do you do you come into these situations where um, women want you to spoil them with gifts or um, spend money on them in order for you to display to them how much you care? Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, you know what? Truth be told, I've never had someone explicitly tell me that that is what they're looking for but i have felt that as a man and you know early on i was a super romantic that that was expected of me mm. so when you say that was expected of you how did how how did you how were how you made aware of this i would probably say like you know, watching movies and stuff, you know, it was like always the extravagant. And, you know, I had a lot of friends that were women growing up and, you know, they'd be like, oh, you know, I wish somebody would do that for me and, you know, say Uh less than that experience that, you know, I wanted to be the person to fulfill that for them. And Mm -hmm. that was even before I had any kind of security in my own finances. I was more attached to what they would like explain as their fantasy Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so a lot of subliminal messages, basically, um, with the, oh, you know, oh, I really like that right there. I think that would look nice on me, a lot of those. I mean, I don't know if you were an early Destiny's Child fan, but the song Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill, you know, <laughs> I sure as hell didn't want to be seen as a scrub. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to be uh you know, anything like that, TLC, No Scrub, Destiny Child, Bill, like these were things that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, I definitely don't want to be that. So. Okay. <laughs> so the interesting thing, that, that with you saying that and relating it to music, music plays a great influence on perception, right? Um, like right yes. now. You even have the music videos. And a lot of the music videos, you notice that the women are typically Colombian, uh, Hispanic, basically, okay. uh, or they're thick, really, really thick, bootylicious. Thick is in season. Yes. Yeah, yes. Like, so 
it's it's almost like now you have women out here that feel like in order for me to gain some form of attraction to a guy or from a guy, I have to mimic what's popular. So definitely did did do a number um, to society, I want to say, because it gave men the impression, and this is just me listening, it, it gave men the impression that this is how all women think. Like, if, if you can't pay my bills, um, if you don't have a car, if you don't have a job, you're really, you're not the one that we're looking for. Now, how true is that, though, when we compare reality to music? Man, let me – so how much time you got, Bree? Like, honestly, <laughs> when you think about the influence of the music industry and it's like you're chasing a fantasy, right? Like, mm-hmm. not everybody is living that kind of lifestyle every day. It, I mean, it wouldn't be feasible, even from a financial standpoint. But you have a great point in what influence. You know, it's like if you got if you listen to R and B, if you listen to hip hop, rap. You know, it's like a certain aesthetic or vibe that is usually promoted. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, on one side, yes, it is perpetuated that men be like, oh dang, you know, big butt, big boobs. And, you know, that catches our eyes. And mm-hmm. I think, like, the directing style, you know, that's that's what it's going to focus in on. But also you have a culture and a network of women telling you that, too. Like, oh, girl, I need to get slim thick. I need to do oh. this. And, you know, it's I like I, I've seen more waist trainers in 2020 and 2021 than I have <laughs> ever seen in my life. And so it's like. And, like, so you think about Instagram, you think about all of that influence, and, you know, that's that's that seems to be the wave now, honestly. Oh, no. He said, wait a minute now. Wait, why you had to throw the waist trainers into this? Like, I mean, hey, no offense. To, I, if they sponsor me, I take the money. You feel me? Like, I'm just saying I have seen quite a plethora. Like, it's waist trainer season. And, hey, if it works, it works. I might, I might get one, too. I don't know, but. Up until that point, I'm just saying I've seen a bunch of what is like this perpetuating of unrealistic standards, honestly. It's like, okay, so you can, we naturally, you know, what they used to say is like uh, cornbread and collard greens are in her uh-huh. diet for sure. Oh, my And God. so it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you trying to get thick, but how are you going about it? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I had like three different thoughts at once, but I'm going uh-huh. to let them flow as we continue, but yeah, it's crazy. Wait a minute. Can you say that one more time? Okay, so now you said that the women, they get the waist trainers and, you know, they're going and they're getting the surgeries done, but who's sponsoring mm-hmm. these surgeries? Who's paying for them? Oh, I mean, Ooh. I mean, that sounds like out of my tax bracket, but... <laughs> You know, some people, some people got it like that. You know, it depends on, mm-hmm. you know, some people, it could be them. It could be their own results of their own hustles. They're like, hey, you know, I've been saving up. This is mm-hmm. stimulus. Been, give me my STEMI. And they put it toward, you know, uh, their surgeries or, which mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to delve into later, is uh, it could be a, a benefactor. You know, somebody, uh, 
a sugar papa, if you will. You feel me? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, we're definitely going to dive into that one. So yeah. it's, it's very interesting because I feel like a lot of the things women do, we do it for the attention from a man. Now, yeah, we'll sit here and we'll say, oh, no, we do it for ourselves because we want to look good and stuff. But if that's the case, then why do we let ourselves go to begin with? Mm. Well, um, and that's the thing, though. Right, mm-hmm. what you said is I let myself go. But who gave you that notion that you let yourself go? Mm. Because you could have been comfortable in your skin until you mm-hmm. saw something on Instagram or you got a different message or, you, you know, some tra- some dudes are trash out here. They let you know, like, oh, you know, if you was just 20 pounds lighter, you would get yeah, so you got to lose that super. Oh, yeah, see, I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, granted, you would think that there is some some grace mm-hmm. with COVID. You know, COVID, some people, it just was everybody was going through the same pandemic, fam. Everybody right. was going through it. So, you know, some FUPA is natural. That's, mm-hmm. going, that's just going to accumulate. And be like, shoot, you don't. You don't you don't fault me mine, I won't fault you yours, baby. You you think all around. I like to cuddle, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. For everyone that's listening live, uh if you wanna comment or call in the number five one five six zero two nine six four seven and you'll press the number one. Um, so the interesting thing, the graces, the graces because of the pandemic, not everyone was capable of keeping their job. So now, mm. for those who are out there and they're able to furnish their partners certain lifestyles, and then COVID hits, that affects the pockets. So now, do you feel like a lot of issues in relationships could have possibly stemmed from the pandemic and the way that it affected everyone financially? Oh, most definitely. Uh-huh. Oh, most definitely. Are you? <laughs> yeah, like you are accustomed to a certain kind of lifestyle in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. And then right at the beginning of 2020, it's the new decade. Hot mm-hmm. girl summer coming out. Mega stallion on fire. Everybody getting in. Ah, ah, you know, tongues out. And then <laughs> tongues out. And then all of a sudden that gets put to a halt. Yeah. Then this lifestyle that was the way you were being fed is no longer being said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that puts a hell of a strain. One, you getting acclimated to being around your partner all the time. Yeah. So then you think about, like, well, you know, what were we doing? You know, they could have been paying for my nails, my my lace fronts. They could have mm-hmm. been doing all that. But then when everything is closed, you got to get to know the real me. And now yeah. you, you damn near sick of seeing the same person. Front. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because you know what that that you you suspended reality, you suspended mm-hmm. reality for just a moment. That those things that you would do to escape. Oh damn, I had a hard day at work. You know what? I'm gonna treat myself to my man gonna treat me to a spa day. Can't do mm-hmm. that now. Right. Oh man, we was gonna. Oh man, we gonna have the best food because I'm a foodie myself. Be like, damn. But now uh, we can't go to a restaurant. Right. You want to yeah. pay pay uh seventy eight. $200 for Uber Eats, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you might not have it because you already heard elsewhere. So, yeah, I think, man, I think the pandemic definitely did a number on relationships. And we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, like sus- sustaining that that fantasy. Right. Yeah, that, that did a number. Mm. Okay, so with 
sustaining the fantasy, if the partner is not able to keep up that lifestyle, you know, now we're getting into the whole equating money to love. Does that mean that they love you any less? Or if the woman is used to this lifestyle that you've been able to furnish up until this point, and now because mm. you no longer financially afford to support her, is she mm. wrong? Or is she wrong for stepping out and getting someone who is able to to furnish that lifestyle? Right. See, now you're getting into it because if you think about, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm going to bring back another old school uh, references, Janet Jackson's What Have You Done For Me Lately. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do shout out Eddie Murphy and his stand-up bit for that because it was just it was so eye-opening of like what does it's not the money aspect it's what the money does for you in that relationship. So mm-hmm. if um if a man because he was you know putting ever whatever time into work and still sustaining your sustaining your lifestyle with the money but then the money's not there the needs are still there. Right. So then I feel like the money will unmask. And be like, dude, like, so what are you doing for her? Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, what are you willing to put in the energy, put in what she's lost? And are you going to be mad when she has gotten accustomed to a certain kind of lifestyle and then looks for other means? Yeah. Like, she yeah. got to go get it herself or, you know, uh, I don't know how we talk about uh, polyamorous relationships, but mm-hmm. shoot, and this, I mean, if you, tr- if you got different needs and yeah. you can't get all of them met by one person. Mm-hmm. How are you going to have that conversation? Doesn't and It's so layered, honestly, because as a man, you know, it's like, oh, I was, and traditionally I was going to provide all these things for you. I'm a provider. I provided this, this lifestyle for you. I provided this comfort. And then now that I can't provide this comfort, what does that say about me? Right. And what does it say about the fact that she might have to go get it elsewhere? Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. Oh man, you said that poly, that polyamorous lifestyle. So I, I that's always a tricky topic for me because it's like, why? What is your purpose of getting into the polyamorous lifestyle to begin with? Are you getting into it just because of your needs, or are you mm. getting into because you feel like you just can't be with one person that your heart is open to a plethora of people and you don't want to mm. take away from um, the world by being in something uh, you know, like a monogamous relationship. Um, I had someone yeah. like me, um, and it's a really cool guy. He's a really cool guy. Um, but he said to me that he would he would like to entertain the polygamous lifestyle um, because he wants multiple wives. So I said to him, okay, so why? And he was like, well, mm. you know, it's like a business transaction. You know, we all making money together. Mm. So, so that way, um, you know, if, if someone falls short, the other one is able to pick up on it. And I said to him, you know, with this whole multiple wives thing, well, wait a minute. Um, and, and it could just be me. It could be my pure ignorance. But with polygamy or a man having multiple wives, shouldn't he be able to afford each wife? Oh. So if if you are expecting the women to come together and bring their money together so that everyone eats, there's really no purpose for you to be there. 
Oh. And financially are able to hold it down, and then you're, and that's the oh. whole business proposition. I'm just saying, like, so. I mean, so from a theoretical standpoint, I don't mean to cut you off, Bree, but I mean that that is the facts, right? It's like, what do what it goes back to? What does he provide? What right. is his role? And if it's purely financial, then theoretically they wouldn't need him, right? right. So then right. I think it comes into communication. So mm-hmm. I love that you asked him, you know, what is that for? Because some men, you know, uh, <laughs> to quote a very close person of mine, uh, you know, we are simple creatures. So mm-hmm. then they'd be like, shoot, you know, <laughs> more women, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That make me more of a, you know, more power, more pleasure. But mm-hmm. also, you know, like I would be interested to flip that too. Does that mean that you could have more partners as well? Ah. Or, you know? Cause it's like, there's a part of it. Like, so I'm talking from traditionally I've, I've been a serial monogamous, right? I was like, okay, I watched a lot of movies. I was the romantic type. Oh, you know, like put all, put it like, put all your energy into one person. Um, but you know, that was movie magic, honestly. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. You could definitely find one person to be your, your partner. Um, but to to put all the pressure of meeting all of this person's needs onto your own shoulders, that will run you ragged. Mm-hmm. That will that will run you ragged because until you find your own happiness, you are you are just putting all your energy into sustaining that fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like back polyamory piece, it's it's going into like what purpose does it serve now some right. people simply have some people simply have the capacity to love others and the way that they love you will not be the way they love other people i'm still growing in it like i said i'm i've been a serial monogamous also a scorpio so i get hella jealous but <laughs> <laughs> you know that's another topic but i think mm-hmm. of like you know what what purpose does it serve you know this person they have their needs Mm-hmm. that they they want to meet they they really think even they they might love you they might have love for you and they have needs mm-hmm. and if i mean when it comes down to like oh baby i don't have i don't have the capacity or i can't meet your needs or i don't have the means to do that then it's no longer our it's not a fault it's just that it's just is you know someone right. you know so uh she might have other needs and I'm not, you know, when we think needs, we think like sexual or we think like uh, financial, but it could be emotional. You know, it could be, uh, you know, it, some some men be like cut off all emotion, but then they provide the finances or they might provide the physical right. attraction. So, like, once we understand that we are complex creatures and allow ourselves to be complex creatures, man, like, it, it just really takes off from there. Mm, man, listen, take off like a like a uh, a jet somewhere. Okay, I'm telling. Um, really, really good. I I enjoyed that dialogue right there. So now, how can men say that they want a woman who will love them unconditionally when mm. in the beginning stages of dating they're trying to wow a woman by being able to take her out to fancy restaurants mm. and showing, you know, the money and the jewels. And, I mean, even, I'll tell you, even with online dating, it's like, why are you putting all of this up here on your profile? 
Like, mm. you're to use you. So how can men say that they want someone to love them unconditionally, but you're basically starting that pattern? You're starting the process of a woman being materialistic. Oh, because at an early time or age, we got that message ingrained mm-hmm. that, you know, it goes back to that. Like, it's all about the wooing and the uh, the chivalry of it all. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, we have got it fixed in our mindset of, like, wow, look at look at this great person. And so I need you to see all of my worth. And if you talk about a dating site, I got maybe 150 characters to do it. So how do I fit my my how do I convey my worth in a text bubble and about six photos? Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna hit you with all the, the glitz and glamour because I want mm. you to know like, hey, I'm a pretty cool person, and we'll have that narrative like, well, you know, she ain't gonna go for me. Just hey, I'm a chill dude. Mm-hmm. I like to chill. I like you know, I like video games. I like you know, hooping. I like food. Mm-hmm. You know, let's chat because we'll get in our own heads about like, well, dang, like that's not enough. Mm. So until we become enough for ourselves, like then you're going to probably get all the flashy stuff because we're still, we're still trying to prove to ourselves that we're worth it. Yeah. And that comes with holding yourself accountable and making sure that you are up to par to a level where you are not you know you're not only able to see yourself with someone but genuinely know that okay they see good in me as well if if mm. broken if you got a lot of internal shit that needs to be unpacked but yet you're trying to hop into a relationship with the the, the smoke screen hiding everything that you have going on then it's only going to crumble because mm-hmm. you're not your your foundation is not solid. So that's something that I feel like guys definitely go through. They they will definitely get in their heads. And sometimes you can talk yourself out of a good situation. But if you are honest and, you know, you say, hey, you know, hey, I'm interested in getting to know you, I might not be in a, a situation where I can date you because I'm trying to work on myself. I'm trying to improve who I am and where I am, but I'm still interested in you, I think a woman would respect that more than a dude just trying and, and, and knowing that he's not ready. Because it right. has to start off with a conversation. Oh, yeah. Like, the the quicker we figure out that um, the road uh, to intimacy is not just financial, it's not just physical, it's not just emotional, but a, a combination uh, I mean, you you gonna have a much better go at it. I promise you that. Yeah, yeah. Women will give it up to a guy who ain't got it all together, just because he was honest <laughs> enough to let her know, hey, mm. I don't have it all together, but I'm I'm going through therapy. Like therapy is like a uh, ding ding ding. Okay, you get some coochie. Mm. But in all seriousness, <laughs> it's like you know, women honestly love to see a man who not only is working on himself but he's not afraid to express it at the same time like he's not too Mm. macho to express hey i'm not perfect but i'm working on it yes and i love (laughs) i love that you said that 
uh, for all the listeners, therapy equals coochie. And I think that's the best way. <laughs> I, would, I think that's the best plug for therapy I've ever heard in my life. Like, I could, <laughs> I, yeah, straight from Bree's mouth. But honestly, like, you can say it. We're sitting here on a platform talking about it. But until until other people come out and say that, yeah. then it's hard to fight that narrative, especially in my own mind. Because if I see, especially you want to talk about social media influence, music oh. influence, I'm constantly getting that message that what I'm doing with my little ducats is not enough. That, yeah. you know, people want to be, you know, flown out and they want to eat the finest and all of these things. And I'm like, damn, I mean, you ain't got to say it, but I'm a, I'm gonna make the link in my head. I got to be the one to provide it. Like me, my provider self plus your needs. Then that means yeah. I got to provide your needs. But like the more we start to step away from that, realize that it's really communication because maybe she doesn't need to, maybe she doesn't need all that, but I mean, but there y'all go assuming, you know what I'm saying? It's it's really about the communication. Yeah, it's really easy to, like I said, talk yourself out of something good just because you're in your head. Like, get out of your head. And I know that's easier said than done. God knows I used to stay in my head. Like, it was a studio up here. And, um, oh, I still stay in mine. Man, like, you just got to, like, you got to be okay with how you feel what you think and the decisions and the moves that you make. Like, you cannot predict how somebody is going to react. I used to um, I used to create a situation in my head and then plan a reaction to that and then try to plot what their reaction to that reaction would be. It was so tiring. It was just like, bro. You, must, you, must have some, you might have some Scorpio on your chart because no, I definitely... I'm, I'm, I'm Aries. I definitely. Oh, 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 okay. Wait okay. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Nothing. 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 With your girl Simply B, who's an Aries, and Proud we have our guest, we have our guest Daniel on the line with us, who's a Scorpio, and the topic is all about lifestyle, equating money or materials to love. Um, this track right here we're getting ready to play is Blank CDs by Prince Wiser. So you guys, uh oh, you guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. Banging on that lunchroom table, planted a seed. Huddle in a circle where niggas could barely breathe. I was, I was alive. Right then I knew that was where I needed to be. And I was going to grow up becoming the best MC. We was making money just burning the MP3s. Not really because we had to spend it on blank CDs. Sharpie in the front of the disc when it hit the sleeve. Trying to make them believe. Everybody testing me. That was the recipe to becoming the best professionally. It was meant to be a hard knock life. And I hope y'all got the respect for me. I give you all that's left to the death of me. So fuck with me the long way. Out in the dark, 
It turns out I'm cousins with nobody that built the ark. Just getting a start, been perfecting the art. I'm Denzel and Fallen when he was holding his heart. I can't believe that Wilder's hitting that 30 mark. It's my birthday. I was never meant to be here in the first place. Now marathon sprinting, I'm in first place. And I take care of my mama now that's her place. I started in New York, I'm from the birthplace. But my target audience was on the world stage. Me and the music fell in love straight off the first date. First performance, I was terrible, I heard they. Cause I'm flat out in Brooklyn where I first ate. Made a couple hundred dollars off my first place. Must have spent a million hours on rehearse day. Must have spent a million dollars on this rap game. Need a long way. Back, you guys are tuned into He Said What with the girls Simply Bree, and our guest tonight is Daniel, and we're talking about lifestyle equating money or materials to love. Um, if you're just joining us, and if, if you have questions or comments in regards to the discussion thus far, the number you want to dial is 515-602-9647, and press the number one, and we'll bring you up. That track right there was Blank CDs by Prince Wiser. Shout out to Mr. Prince Wiser himself. Let me go ahead and give him a round of applause. So, follow me the long way. Okay. Now, let's go to day one. Let's go to um, those situations where you have a woman who was with you before the come up. And mm. now, when you come across the money, she's still in your corner. Why do you think um, women like that um, deserve to be appreciated, even if it's not monetary? Wow. Um, I think that, you know, men traditionally and black men specifically have a hard time opening up and it's like you know we have i don't know if I have others but for me i've had friends like be close to me in my facebook you know stab me in my back you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so loyalty is super hard to come by and when you have somebody that is with you since day one then that truly shows that they are for you mm-hmm. and i mean that deserves all the respect honestly it's like i know that in my highs and in my lows you'll be there um with me and you might have seen a potential in me that i hadn't seen in myself sometimes so the fact that i could trust you with that that i mean that's going to be definitely worth more than what i didn't have before right so yeah that definitely plays a big role um it's sad when you see when 
people make it in the celebrity world and their day ones who've been riding with them from the very beginning is pushed to the side for another R and B chick or another actress or someone who's on the same level. Um, but at the same time we never know what exactly what was going on behind closed doors. So I guess you know yes. we, we just I agree though. <laughs> I mean like I'm not. I'm not gonna put nobody on blast for that exact thing that has happened that you just mentioned. But mm-hmm. you know, you definitely, you definitely find it to be rare or that diamond in the rough when you see people who have been together, you know, since high school. Be like, you know, that was my high school sweetheart, and you know, they get together and then they stay married and stuff. Um, so it, when you do see it, it's like, wow, you know, they really made it, and you know, they really out here. Um, doing that so it it is a respect but it is rare right so um, our host from Simply Sports RG had uh, made a comment before we we went to break he says when you know your worth it speaks for itself if you don't know your worth then you will spend time trying to show it and that right Mm. there goes hand in hand with tonight's topic with equating money or materials to love. Now, if materials don't matter, why do people go broke trying to uh, impress either a woman, a man, or the world? Ooh, you know, that's a great point. Like, uh, I think, you know, there's levels to that. One is that you're trying to belong. So if I see, if I go to school, everybody got the Nikes on, Got the new Jordans, and I'm still rocking uh, not Jordans. I'm not going to get in trouble with any brands, but not Jordans. You know, then I'm going to feel out of the loop. I might get, if it, if it was in Memphis, you'd get checked. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> that you will go broke trying to fit in. And, I mean, that's nothing new. You know, they're like keeping up with the Joneses, uh, that mentality. And for a, for a woman, I would say, like, especially as an adolescent, as a teen growing up, you know, we we were taught material game or that money game is the way to them rather than the communication. And that's so crazy. Like, we were taught that that was the way rather than communicating. Right. Mm. That's sad. That's really sad. And, and it goes into even the next question because when you have holidays, like Christmas or mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh! It's mm-hmm. like, do you find your partner expecting more so gifts during those holidays? Um, and and with those gifts, those gifts are supposed to be your way of saying, "Hey, this is how much I love you. This is how much I care." Um, do you? You know see what, Bree? You just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just hit it on the head. Honestly, like. We have a notion of how to love this person without really asking them how they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like normalize hashtag normalized love languages. Rather than me, you know, I could be the best, uh, I could be the best poet, or I could be the best violin player. But if they don't like, if they don't like classical music, if they don't like poetry, then. Mm-hmm. I might feel I might feel rejected because I'm like, dang, I just wrote you three pages. I might I just wrote you a whole song and they're like, I just wasn't feeling it. 
But if they like, if they, if you know they love double stuff, uh, you know, pizza or something like that, do that. <laughs> like it, it is. There is, I honestly, in my in my relationships, I had to learn that because I I love you, and I have a way that I would show you that I love you does not equate to how you want to be loved. So then, yeah. it comes down to for sure, like how be asking you just openly like how how do you love like how do you want to be loved mm-hmm. how can i show you love rather than me showing you love because that's where i learned from somewhere else mm. okay you know what before i even slam dunk on that one right there let me cuz that was well deserved that was definitely well deserved oh thank you a lot of people don't even know their own love language they don't know mm. what they like, what makes them happy, what makes them feel appreciated. So it's like, if you don't know, how do you expect me to know? Like, I'll be hitting X's all night in that case. If I'm like, okay, maybe maybe he's the quality time type of person. Oh, nope, okay, that's not it. Uh, maybe he's physical touch. I don't know. After a while, that's frustrating. Unless you get with the right person who is patient with you, that's frustrating. So how do you deal with someone who doesn't know themselves well enough to even tell you something as simple as what their love language is? Yeah. I mean, you're looking at one of the, like, probably one of the, like, killers of relationships is, like, a person not knowing themselves and then looking for their happiness or their fulfillment in you. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, you know, like just being able to grant each other space to be themselves. Right. To be like, hey, you know, like it sounds like, you know, you getting frustrated in this area. Maybe you should like sit with that. And I'm going to go back to your earlier statement of pussy equals therapy and therapy equals pussy. So like you got to, <laughs> you definitely yeah. got to do that work to understand mm-hmm. yourself because again, to look for that, and other people, it's it's more times than not gonna it's not gonna find you that that fulfillment. Um, so yeah, like for I think it'd be interesting to know how how like that intuition or that gut feeling of like dang he is not really happy or she is not really happy um, with whatever I do. Mm-hmm. You could be you could be doing everything perfect, but that does not mean that it's gonna land. So, you know, it's a process. It's got it's it's okay with with being wrong sometimes. I think right. that's another part. It's like we're so scared to get it wrong that we will continue to try to keep up that, that facade. But if we just try and it's like, hey, try and error. Like I'm gonna try. If it didn't work, let me communicate. Be like, hey, you know, notice that didn't work. You know, what can we do? Or like, what is it that, you know, would help? Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't know, but at least you're trying. Right. And that's yeah. the two things that's going to stand out is, A, at least he tried. And, B, now that we know that that doesn't work, okay, well, there's something else out there that can be done, um, and maybe that's the solution. But a lot of people, like you said, it's like – not only the instant gratification, but it's also um, perfection. Like, nobody can be wrong. Nobody can have flaws. Nobody can be imperfect. 
Um, nobody can be less than a normal standard because mm. if you are, it's almost like take you out to the grave and bury you alive. Like you don't exist because everybody's perfect. But deep down inside, everybody is going through something. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of getting people comfortable to even have these type of conversations. And yeah. I feel like once we get people comfortable enough to be not only vulnerable to someone else, but vulnerable with themselves, then, you know, that's the beginning process. So. We actually have a caller, so we're going to see what a caller thinks. Caller, you are live. What is your name? And go ahead and let us know what you think. Oh, it's RG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, RG. I'm engaged tonight. What's happening? Oh, man, I was um, thinking about the topic, and I had two comments, one great and one that's going to probably put me a little bit lower in the dark house. For the positive oh. comment, I, I would say that the money for me now it's pretty much like a thank you for my mate because now I do have the bag. Because when we first got started, it was like White Castles and Doritos in the, in the, in the minivan. You know what I'm saying? We was like brokenly broke. Mm-hmm. So as I got better and as the bread got better, I wanted to make sure that she knew she was still like my girl and my queen at each step. So, I mean, no matter which level, she, she Beyonce when we was broken in the minivan, and she's still my Beyonce now that we got mm-hmm. the crib and everything's right. So sometimes the money is not always about just showing what you got. Sometimes it's being able to look at that person like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you mm-hmm. think about all the things you've been through. And um, that's a positive comment. Now I'm going to do what I usually do. So should people just go right to therapy and find their mates because they're always working on themselves? I'm going to hang up and I'll let y'all figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so they should just wait outside the therapy office like, hey, are you single by chance? Cause, you yeah, know, I see you working yourself. on yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard I can get some sushi if I find someone and I tell them I'm working on myself. Um, yeah, uh, he said what network does not condone stalking your ex. <laughs> <laughs> But it's self-help. They trying to fix themselves so they won't start the next person. You can always talk to the same therapist. Y'all got the same one. Y'all good. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. (laughs) I think everyone should work on themselves. That does not equate to everyone is your match. You know, like that should be that should be the foundation. It's like okay, they worked on themselves. Now, now I can go. So. You see somebody uh, walking yeah, out of the therapist's up, office, that's like an instant right swipe. Like, oh, we're a mass dating <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm going to all my, my day naps now, making sure therapy is in that, that <laughs> combo. Right. Oh, my God. RG, thank you so much for uh, tuning in tonight and uh, stirring the pot. So um, let's get into this hot box conversation on sponsors and sugar daddies. Now, oh. yes, growing up, you know, the 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 role was set where, you know, men showed how they cared about us through items. Well, you know, now we're in 2021 going into 2022, and guess what? Grandpas are still out there showing the same thing. So how can it really be wrong if men are willing and want to provide to women, knowing that that's really going to be the only connection they have. 
at the end of the day, Bree, if he is a consenting male and she is a consenting female, they're going to do what they do. Mm-hmm. That ain't none of my business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if he got it and she is open to that experience, that ain't none of my business. Because mm-hmm. at the flip side, I know you and I were talking about it just before we started, but if Angela Bassett at 62 came through was like, dang, I'd be like, hey, you know, that's that's what it is. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, I can learn some things. But it's it's uh going back to earlier what you said about a transaction, right? Like yeah. it's it's consensual. You know what I'm saying? Like if if he should so happen to have resources and materials and she has materials and resources in her time and other things, then that's their prerogative. I mean, that might you know, it it's so society is so quick to point fingers, but I mean ain't nobody out here, you know, with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on it. Okay, now let's turn it around on you. Oh, okay, let's, let's go. Say, let's say you met a chick out in yeah. the street and she wanted to pay your bills. Uh-huh. She wanted to sponsor you. Uh-huh. What, uh, you sound too happy. Wait a minute. No, uh-huh. you're right, you're right. Let me tone it down. Let me tone it down. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she wanted to sponsor you. When you reverse the role, does that make a man feel less of a man to have a woman paying his bills? If he's insecure with himself, sure. Mm. But for me personally, <laughs> if she wanted to pay my bills, <laughs> listen, she wanted to pay my bills and be like, hey, you know, just all you got to do is, is look nice and, and pay my bills. Say less. Mm. Say what less. Because, I mean, about? I am. Say What did you say? That's the fine print. What if she's disrespectful? Oh. Yeah, because she's she paying the bills. Mm. Don't talk that oh, okay. You know, it is funny, though, because, like, I do have my own saying of, like, oh, I pay the bills in this month, but if she paid the bills, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's what she said. I can't go outside on Friday. I can't hoop today because, you know, <laughs> she want me home. Nah, man, I think there's a there's a fine line. You know, it's like, you gotta. It's for each person. For me personally, I would never. I I would I respect myself too much to be disrespected. I don't, and I I don't have a price tag on me for my respect mm-hmm. as a person and a human being. So I'd be like, if that that is like somewhere, <laughs> if that's somehow our kink or something, like this person mm-hmm. disrespects me, tells me where I can't go and can't go because I want to be dominated or something, then that'd be a different story. But if they just call like call me out my name, start disrespecting my mom, then no, 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 it's not, it's not worth it. But yeah. hold on now, now that I say that, Bree, I thought about it. I was like, that would never. But then I was like, mm, but if Oprah money came through, mm. I might just have to be disrespected. You know, I think everybody <laughs> got. <laughs> I think I everybody a got a line. <laughs> yeah, be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if Oprah money, if, you know, Beyonce money came through the door, I might have to act a different type. I might have to just be like, you know, I got to I gotta work on some things for myself. Go to therapy. You know, it's full circle. <laughs> so, oh, my God, you are so funny. So, it's interesting because 
when you hear people like Kevin Samuels, and I absolutely love Kevin Samuels, mm, you hear okay. people like him talk about women who want six-figure men and the chaotic energy and, and the, the responsibilities and the obligations that come along with him, he's going to have multiple women. He's he's mm. not going to have a lot of time for you. He may not treat you the best, if you, but he may mm. pay you bills. So now when you turn around and it's a woman, a six-figure woman, and mm-hmm. she she may pay your bills. Yes, she's going to pay your bills, but she may have other men, and mm-hmm. she may not have that time for you. It's like, how do, how do men feel about that? that? That's my thing. Like, when you reverse mm. it, I was like, it's okay when it's a man paying the bills and it's a girl right. underneath, but when you have a woman paying the bills, now we got to have dignity and respect. Mm. And people, and, oh, I'm not going to take this. Isn't that interesting, though? It's like until a man starts getting treated as if he would, like, as he would treat a woman, like, so if Kevin was getting treated like Kevin does other women, <laughs> it's like, right. would that fly? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, would that fly? Because it's like, oh, you know, you couldn't have no, couldn't have no woman talk to me like that. Couldn't have no talk to, oh, okay, but yeah. you was okay if if it was flipped. You know, right. like it's just all about at the end of the day, like, do you have equal respect, or do you believe in uh, in a double standard? Right. Because I yeah. think at the end of this, like, you know, what is it that this transaction is uh, is bringing you? You know, right. some money, some men just like to have money for the, what it can do. I think a lot of people do, honestly. But it's like, does it bring you power? Does it bring right. you respect? So now that you have money but you don't have respect, did you really want the money or right. did you want respect? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's going I, – I agree with you. It goes back to, you know, what is it that they really want and, what like, how do they know themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the, that's, that's the key point. How do yeah. you know yourself? How well do you know yourself? Because I mean, you know, like, was Hugh Hefner respecting those women in the play, play, uh, Playboy Mansion? Or were they just accustomed know. to a certain kind of lifestyle? Yeah. And they were like, listen. Mm-hmm. Because then they have, they have the bunny ranches. And the bunny mm. ranches aren't always ran by men. So, mm. I mean, it's the same thing. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. We got to do better, though. I know that much. So, Daniel, this is the hard part. This is where you go ahead and let everybody know what you have going on. Like, how can I reach out to you? Mm -hmm. How can I support you and show you love? Yes. Um, I mean, honestly, just keep supporting black businesses in general. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's normalize that. So I appreciate you reaching out and having me on your show. Um, for me, my business is academia right now. So mm-hmm. I put I put an all-points bulletin out to black men. Mm-hmm. I am seeking black men for my dissertation study. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want maybe 15, 20 minutes of your time. And they can find me or contact me. At my first name, Daniel, dot, last name, Lattimore, at Memphis, as in Memphis, Tennessee, as in Memphis, 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 dot edu. <laughs> so one more time, it's Daniel dot Lattimore at Memphis dot edu. If you are a black male, please shoot me an email 
saying you're interested in my study. That will help me immensely. And ladies, I'm 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 gonna get to y'all first. I'm gonna get to y'all next for sure. Like I'm just doing my dissertation right now, and then it'll you know it'll build, it'll expand. But right now we're just focusing on the men. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I'll definitely share that across our social media. Um, I'll just need you to. I'll get with you offline. Um, and we'll definitely sure. spread the word on that. Um, wow. It time has flown, man. Like this was amazing. I had a really great time having you up here. Like. Yeah. Thank you. We need a part two. Uh, we definitely need a part oh, two. Oh yeah. So, we're going to have you back on much later um, Ooh, in the season. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, Daniel, and kicking it with me. Um, don't do like RG said and go outside the therapy offices and, you know, I hate to see you on the news. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what, what we're going to do is going to go ahead and get ready to close the show. Um, great people. I really appreciate you guys rocking with us. Um, you are tuned into He Said What? With your girl, Simply Bree. Um, man, tonight, was, tonight was, was, was special. Equating money or materials to love, we tend to do that a lot. And uh, it gets us nowhere and fast. So... Learn to communicate, learn to open up, learn to know what you want and let people know. Don't be afraid to tell them, hey, I'm not, that doesn't float my boat. Like, I'm not down with that. No, you're not about to hit me with the okie doke. Um, in closing, our shows that we have coming up this week, tomorrow, we have She Said What with your host, Alan Newman Jr., and he is also going to be tackling the same topic, so you guys don't want to miss that. Um, show starts at 8 o'clock, 8 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Thursday, we have Fetish Finesse with your girl Nisi. The topic is on three sounds. As a couple, do you engage? As I stated, the show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 8.45. At 8.30, we have the Ask Nisi segment. So you have 15 minutes to call in with your questions. Now, a lot of you people are shy, so if you don't want to call in, you can also send us to whatnetwork.com, and we'll make sure that we get you uh, get your question asked for you. Please, please, please make sure that you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, He Said What Radio Network, so that you can follow the Simply Sports Show every Monday starting at 8 until 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday, we have Let's Connect with Peace Intuition. Call in for your free tune-in. Her show, once again, her show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for rocking out with us. Uh, follow our Instagram, He Said What Radio Network. And you can also catch me at underscore Simply Bree underscore, and that's S I M P L E E underscore B as in boy R E E underscore. Until next time, people, thank you again, and you guys have a good night. Bye.
thank you for supporting the He Said What radio network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.